if you're single, you don't like being single, you would like to not be single, being single sucks, it's okay to admit that. Because two things can be true at the same time, okay? You can not like being single, but you can also acknowledge that you would rather be single than be with a bad man. I'm just so tired of this narrative that's being pushed on us. That if we desire, or God forbid, need men, we are lesser women. And to avoid being ostracized, we repress our desires, we self-censor even to ourselves, we convince ourselves that we're happy being single even though we're not, we convince ourselves that we don't need men even though we do. We convince ourselves that we don't feel a little bit of pain whenever we see other people who have good healthy relationships. It's okay to admit that. We don't need to repress our feelings. We can sit with negative emotions. Hey Vestie, welcome to the Spoiled Girly Support Group Podcast where we talk about how to get that bag while also securing your own bag. I'm your host Elle and let's get into it. On today's episode, we are talking about how it is okay to hate being single and how women are policed from communicating exactly how they feel about their own life progression all in the name of women's progress or feminism or the other end of the spectrum which is traditional family values. I've been wanting to talk about this for a while now but I never felt ready up until I watched Shakshuka Girl's TikTok video. It's 10:45 a.m. on a Saturday. I'm 29 and single and I don't have kids yet. Here's what your Saturday morning looks like when you're single at 29 and you don't have a kid running around the house. I didn't rise from my bed until 10:15. Every time I thought I should probably get up and do something. I thought, why? Nobody's making me. I'm not missing out on anything. I went to Beyonce last night and I didn't get home until 1 a.m. And I danced and drank my little heart out and I didn't pay a babysitter to watch my kids as I did that. And I woke up a tad hungover this morning, which is probably why I was in bed for so long. And I was just scrolling on my phone and I saw a picture of Shakshuka and I thought, you know what sounds really good? Maybe I'm gonna learn how to make shakshuka today. Cause I have no plans and I don't have kids and I don't have a husband and I don't have errands to run. I can go to the grocery store and learn how to make shakshuka. So that's on my agenda today. Also on my agenda, probably a rewatch of some Real Housewives of New York. I'm also doing a rewatch of Normal People on Hulu, which is really spicy and I highly recommend. Weirdly, I'm into this documentary on Netflix about blue zone countries. So I've got a pretty stacked day. Anyway, I say all this to say, whenever I'm hurt on myself about why I'm not married and I don't have kids, and I should be further along at 29, almost 30. I wouldn't want to do anything else this Saturday. And I know that you can do all these things when you have kids and you're married and I understand, but the effortlessness and ease of my life, just kind of focusing on myself and the shakshuk I want to make or the Beyonce concert I want to go to really pays off when I'm hard on myself for not being where society tells me I should be in life. To be clear, I am not hating on shakshuka girl. First of all, I love shakshuka. It's like my number two brunch meal after Turkish eggs but I'm glad she is putting herself out there and sharing her love for learning new things and exploring new things and living her life and how she described her Saturday seemed really awesome and I would want to do that I would want that to be my Saturday too now you may be wondering why Shakshuka girl inspired this video it's because she started it she posted that video and the game of power players decided to take away from her virality her power and criticize her, which is a classic game of power strategy by the way. So these critics piled onto Shakshuka girl for sharing what her regular regular Saturday was. They devalued her lifestyle as meaningless. How dare she enjoy a child-free Saturday with her time freedom and disposable income going to concerts and sleeping in and having nothing else planned other than learn something new to cook? How dare she do the things that she loves and learn things for the pure sake of enjoyment? The audacity of Shakshuka girl to live her best life. As with everything, fulfilling lives for women, how that looks like exists in a spectrum. Some women 
find it in homesteading and having lots of kids and having a very traditional husband. And some women find it in living in the city and having a high-powered career and being child-free and marriage-free. And a lot of women find it somewhere in the middle. Some women find it in their work. And in the case of Shokshuka Girl, it's having the excess time and disposable income to go to concerts, sleep in, and learn new things. What I found positive about Shokshuka Girl's TikTok video was how she was just sharing her life as is. And I know she contrasts it with how other women her age are living life, having kids or a husband and not having the ability to sleep in during the weekends. She said I went to a concert and I didn't have to hire a babysitter. And I get why a lot of women who do have to hire babysitters to go to concerts or cannot go to concerts at all because they cannot hire babysitters, I could see how that was a shade towards them and how that could be offensive. But it also may be a self-soothing type of thing. There may be a self-soothing aspect to her video about how she is living life differently from other women her age, how she doesn't have children, but it's okay because for this one instance, it's actually a blessing that she doesn't have children because this is the benefit of not having children, which is being able to go to concerts and not have to hire a babysitter. On the other hand, the backlash that she's getting, her lifestyle being called shallow and meaningless, that's yet another manifestation of how people feel like they can dictate what women can do with their lives and how they feel with what they do with their lives. That's the real audacity here. Many things can be true at the same time. Women can be relatively happy being single and while being relatively happy, women can also wish that they were no longer single and childless and could desire partnership with a man, marriage and children. Like you can be happy being single but still no longer want to be single. And if women do self-soothe with certain narratives, let them. People need to stay out of women's business about how they feel about their own lives. People are so complex, like us women are so complex. We feel so much and so deeply that there is no one emotion that can capture the moment for us. And this is how I view our relationship with singlehood. It's complicated. While it is true that you need to be settled with yourself and enjoy singlehood at a certain level, we cannot outrun that society is built for couples. And there are levels that when you are no longer coupled up, partnered with, or married, you get kicked out of them. We were never meant to be alone. Our society is constructed to benefit marriage and maybe it's because marriage does benefit society in return. And that's why society has always placed a huge emphasis on heterosexual marriage between a man and a woman. That's probably why. It may be because marriage confers stability in a community and the numbers also have shown that marriage accelerates wealth building for couples and it makes sense because when you get to make long-term decisions with a partner that in theory you will be with for the rest of your life you tend to make long-term decisions and what do we say about long-term decisions good long-term decisions are the best money decisions that you can make so it is no wonder that married couples build wealth at an accelerated pace compared to non-married couples people ask oh, what was the reason that's the reason okay that's the reason even when you take a way the high importance that we place in these artificial social constructs, you still feel like you want a boyfriend, you want a husband, you don't want to be single anymore. It's true that you can recognize that you have been brainwashed, you have been socialized, you have adopted the propaganda that you have been taught that being single as a woman is not desirable, blah blah blah. You can point out that these things are built to make you want to feel that way. It doesn't change the fact that you still feel that way. Whenever people say that, oh, let's decenter men, let's move away from men, like women going their own way. All these bad things can happen when we partner up with men. All these bad things can happen when we have children, but it doesn't change the fact that we still want that. And that's complex. Like, you know that you have been programmed to think a certain way. You recognize that, but at the end of the day, you still think that way. I don't have a solution, okay?
So we're going to work with what is and we're going to create situations that increase our enjoyment of life. Instead of fighting all of these feelings and keeping yourself in situations that keep you unhappy, even though people tell you that you should be happy in that situation, if you no longer want to be single, it's okay to admit that. We need to be better at being able to sit with negative feelings. Okay, I love being Delulu. I love telling myself certain narratives to self-soothe, to put myself in a positive mind space. But you can't be so Delulu that you are so far removed from reality that you create situations that force you to always be Delulu instead of being market-drivenly Delulu, which creates these situations that allow for you to no longer be Delulu. Okay, being Delulu is a manifestation, and the goal of manifestation is to manifest, to make things concrete in real life. So if you're Delulu are keeping you delulu forever you need to get with the program okay and here's the thing how women feel about their lives and how women feel period is valid okay it could be delulu it could be not rooted in reality but whatever we feel is valid whatever you feel is valid so if you feel like you no longer want to be single it sucks being single sucks you don't like it it's okay to admit that maybe you don't want to broadcast it to the world just admit it to yourself this whole narrative that we have to push down our feelings that oh men ain't shit all men are trash i hate all men but if you don't really feel that way but you feel compelled to feel feel that way because other people tell you to it's a miserable existence it's okay to admit that this is a safe space to admit that if you're single you don't like being single you would like to not be single being single sucks it's okay to admit that because two things can be true at the same time okay you cannot like being single but you can also acknowledge that you would rather be single than be with a bad man it's okay to admit that you hate being single because even though you know that you have been programmed to think that being single sucks but at the end of the day you still feel like being single sucks. I am so tired of seeing the girlies suppress their true feelings, stifle their expressions because it's not cool to say that you want a man, that you need a man. Because to need a man is to be weak. You can do everything yourself. You're not a child. You're setting women back by embodying your feminine desires for a male partnership. Your desire to love, to find love, to grow love, to create with that love. You're setting women back by actually being a woman. And I never liked that part. The fact that we are made to feel like we are setting women back by actually living out our womanhood, by actually craving the masculine as the feminine. Never sat right with me. And I'm so tired of it. When will we be free? I get that comment a lot when I make dating content. And it's so funny that the irony is completely lost on these people. When will we be free? Yeah. When will we be free? When will we be free from being told what to do and how to feel about what we do with our lives? When will we be free from feeling like we can't admit to ourselves the very things we desire? Because to do so is to be a bad woman, a regressive woman, a slave to the patriarchy. When it doesn't matter that even though you know you've been brainwashed by the very same systems that everyone else is living under, even these people who tell you that you're a slave to the patriarchy, it doesn't matter if you acknowledge that you've been brainwashed because at the end of the day, you still have to live under these systems that have brainwashed you. So what does waking up to the brainwashing actually do? Sometimes ignorance is bliss. But you know what? This channel is all about figuring out all this knowledge and using the knowledge to benefit ourselves. So I want you to wake up and realize that the messages that we have been fed for the last couple years they may have been coming from a good place but we know better than that okay we know better than to disadvantage ourselves so that we are not able to profit from capitalism and the patriarchy we know better now we know better that we can do certain things to benefit ourselves in these systems and it starts with figuring out what these systems reward and what they penalize when will we be free we will never be free that's the point
Okay, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer because life is great, and even the people who are profiting, who are supposedly profiting, they're still being hurt. Okay, I'm not going to discount that men are also hurt by the patriarchy, but it's the system we live under. So what are we going to do? Okay, we're going to profit. That's it. We're getting paid instead of getting mad. Telling women to ignore the male gaze ignores the reality that catering to the male gaze is what allows women to prosper under these systems. That to be able to ignore the male gaze while still profiting from these systems involves a certain level of privilege that many women cannot afford. At the end of the day, it doesn't really matter that much. Because we will wake up tomorrow and the next day and the next day and still have to live under these systems. So either we get mad about it or we get paid. You can say f the patriarchy, f your beauty standards, all these feel good slogans, but these systems still exist. And even if you ignore them, they will still subjugate you. All this empowerment talk is further disempowering us and perpetuating the self victimhood that ensures our perceived and in real life disempowerment. I'm just so tired of this narrative that's being pushed on us. That if we desire or God forbid need men. We are lesser women, and to avoid being ostracized, we repress our desires. We self-censor even to ourselves. We convince ourselves that we're happy being single, even though we're not. We convince ourselves that we don't need men, even though we do. We convince ourselves that we don't feel a little bit of pain whenever we see other people have good, healthy relationships. It's okay to admit that. We don't need to repress our feelings. We can sit with negative emotions, and by doing this, repressing our desires and telling ourselves that we are feeling feelings that are the opposite of what we are actually feeling, we fail to make. Make our desires a reality, and that's the thing. Like the only person that you are disadvantaging by lying to yourself is you, and that's why I love our spoiled girly support group because this is that space where we can admit that we want certain things, and you're not going to be ostracized. You're not going to be penalized. No one's going to make fun of you here because we are honest with ourselves. Like this is what we want, and even though other people tell us that we shouldn't want it, we still want it. And that's valid. Just because our desires are different from other people's desires doesn't mean they are less valid. In the spoiled girly support group, we acknowledge the desires that we have for male partnership, all while recognizing that if we cannot have a good partner, we will have no partner at all. Two things can be true at the same time. We can love being single while wanting to no longer be single. We can hate being single and admit to ourselves that being with a good man is better than being single. We can hate this narrative that women have to be independent and be able to do everything for ourselves, all while doing everything for every. Everyone else. We can hate this narrative that we need to love being alone when we are not built to be alone. We can love and cherish our female friendships, all while acknowledging that they are completely different from romantic relationships with a man. This narrative that all women should love being single and being single is actually preferable to romantic relationships for all women. And if you admit that you don't feel that way, you're codependent, weak. Licking the boots of the patriarchy. We need to be honest with ourselves because the narratives that we tell ourselves are the script to the play of our life. When you convince yourself that you don't want something, rich people are evil. I don't want to be evil, so I don't want to be rich. All men are bad. I hate all men. There are no good men out there. Being single is awesome. It's so much better than being in a relationship or getting married or having kids. I am so happy doing these things all while being single. But when you really don't feel that way, but you're just telling yourself that to convince yourself, you fail to make your Desires a reality. All these narratives that you tell yourself about the things that you supposedly don't desire but actually do desire. These narratives will perpetuate the lack of those things in your life. When you keep lying to yourself that you love being single, you love it so much, you decentered relationships so much that that's all you ever talk about. Let's be real. Bestie, wake up. How do you expect to get the things that you want in life when you tell yourself that that is exactly what you do not want? I get that whenever we see other people living our dream lives, the initial reaction is to experience shame, 
envy, and then contempt. But I need you to add one more step to that. It's self-reflection, okay? You can experience shame, envy, contempt, and then reflect, okay? Do some self-reflection. And you may think that I'm talking about Shakshuka girl, that Shakshuka girl needs to admit to herself that she actually wants a husband, marriage, and children, and she's just coping with telling other people that, oh, I went to a concert, I woke up late, I slept in, and now I'm gonna learn how to make Shakshuka. But this video could also be for the people who are hating on Shakshuka girl, telling her that her life is meaningless, that she's vapid, that she has zero sense of responsibility, her life isn't full. All these people telling her that, especially the people who have kids and are married and all that, why do you have to hate on her that hard, okay? So the contempt that they feel for Shakshuka girl, maybe Shakshuka girl is living their dream life, okay? All these haters who hate on other people, their lives are miserable. That's why they have to comment on other people's lives because they want to escape their own lives. So this whole video, you thought I was talking about Shakshuka girl plot twist back to the topic i just want you to be honest with yourself because i want you to get what you want out of life and if you're not honest with yourself about the things that you want in life you fail to make what you want in life a reality and the most miserable people are the people who didn't get to live their dream lives and that's the truth don't let it be you that's all i have for you today i just wanted to let you know that wanting to be loved by a man is not a sign of weakness a sign that you are a lesser woman it just means that you are human and you are embodying your womanhood as you see fit now get that bag bestie